This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff. Joining me as usual are Scott and Alex. Say hello, guys. Hey. Hello. And joining us today is our friend Chris. Say hello, Chris. Hey, everyone. It's good to be back. <laughs> yeah, this is Chris's second time. What episode were you on before? The Heat. Oh, that's right. One mm-hmm. of our better ones. All right. So today we're going to be talking about aliens. And Scott, this is your topic, so take it away. Okay. Talked about this at the end of last week. The Marines hit the planet. They come up with a plan of uh, attack to reconnoiter the, the compound, the complex. And Ripley, Burke, and the lieutenant stay back in the big APC while the Marines go out to try to find the colonists. And that's when everything goes sideways. They, they realize that there are uh, a bunch of pipes with explosive materials running through them. So they collect all the weapons, which, you know, <laughs> it's not going to end well. And before you know it, the aliens show up and people start dropping. The cameras go off. It's a, it's a very effective scene because you still don't really see the aliens, but you do see the cameras start going down one by one. Uh, the lieutenant freaks out because he's never had any real combat experience. And it's up to Ripley to come save the day where she eventually blows out the transaxle and picks everybody up. Yeah, you could see the commander actually getting pale in the thing. When the shit's going down, he's like, oh, okay, Apone, I want you to lay down, suppress the fire. <laughs> Apone, Apone, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. He just keeps repeating that same line. Lay down, suppressing fire, and fall back to position point. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know shit. Yeah, just reciting his uh, tactics he learned in school. <laughs> exactly. And But, Scott, you said we don't see the aliens. We see them, right? The ones, like, in the we, wall, right? And that's when it yeah, like, blended yeah, in but, with the background and... Right, but but a lot of them like you don't see the aliens kill them is what I meant. Like you do, you just kind of okay. see the the chaos through the those monitors in the in the APC, and yeah, yeah it's just it's it's a cool way to show it without uh, without having rip apart. You know, save that for later, that kind of thing. And yeah. even the they follow you know monster movie rule number one, which is don't show the monster, even though we did see it like in at the end of Alien. You know, one, it, it's still, like, pretty effective just showing glimpses. Right. Well, yeah. a- Aliens definitely separates itself uh, genre-wise from the first movie. The first one is more uh, hardcore horror and suspense. This is a lot more action-oriented. And, yeah, the, the aliens aren't quite as scary by the end of the movie uh, because you see a lot of them, and a lot of them get killed. Um, so it, the tension isn't quite there. But um, as an action movie, mixed in with those other elements, it's uh, it's great. Yeah, I think that's the one part where in that first movie, there was just one. And then this time, all of a sudden, that scene, there's more than one. There's lots. <laughs> and yeah, they have guns and stuff, but it's still... Yeah, it's, it's a, a different type of Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I would no, agree no, in the genre. Yeah, the first one is more horror and, and suspense, and this one is just, you know... Space yeah, there's, a lot of si- space there's a lot marines. of silence in the first one, and it's just picking them off one by one. Tom's scared. 
Yeah, they, of they just mobbing just just mobbing them with a whole group of them. You know what I mean? So it's it's just I mean it's an all it's basically just an action movie, a sci-fi action movie is what it turned out to be. Yeah, the tension doesn't uh, build itself up in the second movie like it does in the first. Uh, there, there's a few of the great scenes though, like when they're boxed in and Bill Paxton loses his shit. Uh, like, Game over. I mean, Bill Paxton has a bunch of great lines from that movie, uh, but uh, yeah, and then for a walk. Yeah, and then, and then <laughs> movie. What? <laughs> I'm pretty yeah, sure it's aliens. We lost. What's, sir. what's the one? What's the one? Uh, I think one of Jeff's favorite lines. What's the line where he he tells Ripley not to be afraid? Oh yeah, don't worry, Ripley. Men are you know ultimate, team of ultimate team, badasses. Yeah. No, my favorite line of the whole thing is, why don't you put her in charge? <laughs> that's, that's my favorite line of the whole. How do I get out of this chicken shit outfit? Can it, Hicks? Secure that shit, Hudson. Hudson, look into my eye. Yeah. Sergeant Apone is badass. It's too bad that he, spoilers, has to go out early. What? Uh, yeah, the, with, with the tension, though, uh, and, and it kind of picks up towards the end. When she's walking down there just by herself, uh, trying to r- rescue Newt. But most of it, it's more, it's more of like, yeah, just the action with the sci-fi bent and the very cool monsters. Even if, you know, they kind of lose their a little of their mystique. Uh, I, I know that's one of the bigger um, criticisms of the movie is that, yeah, you just see a shit ton of them. And it does ruin a little bit of the magic. You know, uh-huh. guys in suits and whatnot. Even though it still holds up very well uh, to this day, the, the costuming and whatnot. If you ask me, the the biggest thing that ruined the mystique of the alien was the very very end of the first one when he's dangling from the from the ship. Because yeah. there he looks like a human in the suit. From the rest of the movie, you only see bits and pieces of him. And in that scene where he's dangling, oh, it looks so bad. Yeah, it's 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 a very Jaws esque. <laughs> you know? I don't know if it's that bad. That's this one's like a seven foot dude in that skinny yeah. suit. That Jaws is a whole nother story. Oof. Great white turd. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, just uh, all-time classic. It's another genre-bending movie. That it's kind of a common theme, I think, in a lot of these movies that are our favorites. Uh, like you know, Princess Bride last week, you know, kind of covers several. Um, Aliens definitely covers covers several. Yeah, one one of my favorites. Uh, I, I was willing to give James Cameron a, a pass, uh, but now I'm not so sure. Some of his later work no, for but, Titanic. Uh, no, Titanic's good, but wait, what's he done that's really bad? Not bad, but I, I don't know. I think it's like that episode of South Park with James Cameron. James Cameron doesn't do what James Cameron does. Yeah. I think James Cameron loves himself some James Cameron perhaps a little too much at this point. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's true. Oh, yeah, the guy's got a huge ego. I know that. Yeah. Avatar was a little overwrought. Yeah, I thought yeah, that but... one was actually pretty boring. I mean, it looked great. That was the whole point, but the whole story was... I had a hard time getting through it, actually, and then... I've got a lot more patrons than I used to have. <laughs> yeah, it's it's exactly like speaking of aliens, uh with Ridley Scott with Prometheus, where yeah, it looks gorgeous, but the movie just doesn't have the same draw to it that his previous work does. Yeah, especially when it gets to the end and it's like, oh just just throw it in your face like prequel. It's like, oh man, I was hoping for better. Yeah. Also apparently people people don't know how to run like from side to side in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the Looney Tunes stuff. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Uh, but yeah, that movie is gorgeous. Other than Guy Pierce and the goddamn ridiculous old man makeup <laughs> for no reason. But in Aliens, I mean, yeah, I mean, 
I mean, that's one of Cameron's earlier ones. That's right after Terminator, I believe. I mean, I still think this is one of his best movies. I mean, I think it might be his oh, yeah. best movie. Yeah, for sure. I, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun all the way through. We, we talk a little about Bill Paxton's character. Uh, you get a lot of great snappy dialogue. Um, it's fun as just like a, a military movie, uh, which might be more of more than anything else, except for like the survival stuff towards the end. And we haven't even talked. I mean, this is probably the is this one of the first heroine characters. I mean, she is. Yeah, I mean, she I know she started the first movie. But yeah, the series. Yeah, Scorny Weaver definitely set the bar for the for the strong female hero. You know, she it wasn't about the the sex appeal. You know, it, it was. A human character, and then you know she wasn't even like really military. She was just just a tough character, and she managed to survive in the first first movie. Except um, for that uh, that gratuitous uh, <laughs> underwear, get, underwear, yeah, underwear scene. scene. Yeah, you wow. <laughs> I gotta think Cameron's got like you you know how like Tarantino's got the weird foot fetish, and so they've got all these nappy close up pictures of Uma Thurman's feet and stuff and different movies. I think Cameron's got the same thing with the teeny tiny underwear. But that was even in the first one. That was Ridley Scott. Yeah. Ridley Scott. Well, yeah, I think Cameron he, actually put a little more underwear on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, now I think about it, I think you're right. Yeah. You see a little bush bump in that. <laughs> oh. And with the bush bump. <laughs> no, but just uh, also, you said the military stuff, but it also just kind of, you know, humanizing it and bringing in Newt is, you know, people hate Newt or love Newt, but that is, you know, bringing in characters that you should care about and kind of showing Ripley's, you know, she lost her daughter and now she yeah. has this girl. It's and kind of like subplot of her, you know, she's got to wonder, if, you know, what kind of mother she's going to be. You know, that her kid's like, by the beginning of her movie, her kid's like already long gone. Right. Or, or at least old, too old now to like have any kind of reconciliation. But, um, so yeah, so now it's kind of Ripley's second chance. Um, and it's it's a nice little side plot, subplot. They kind of also, cut, I, they cut a lot of that out, though. Huh? I think they did. Yeah, they put a, they put a lot of it back in the director's cut. Remember some scenes? Yeah, that's true. Her. I only watched that recently, but you're yeah, right. Just once, I think. But yeah. And then, I mean, as as much of an action and not suspenseful, there is moments like with the the. Oh yeah, no, blip, there's, there's great there's, there's great moments. It's just not like the first movie where. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just on a constant buildup all the way through. The scene with that, whatever you call that device, and it's blipping, it's blip, blip, you know, and they're getting closer. I'm telling you, man. Sonar. Yeah. Yeah, they're in the room. Well, I'd I'd say even uh, when when they make Bishop crawl into the pipe. Yeah. And he's like, barely got enough shoulders away forward. (laughs) Like, that that gets me to this day. Jeebus. Yeah, I get the shoulders. like, like, Android and stuff is just... Like, oh, man, so claustrophobic in there. Henriksen. Yeah, yeah, that was a great role for him. <laughs> the late, the great, not late, the great Clint Henriksen. <laughs> Whoa, spoilers. He's live, he's live. Uh, and we mentioned as, like, you know, douches in one of our other episodes, but Paul Reiser plays a pretty good douche in this movie. Yeah, he's, he's really good as the, the, the smarmy corporate lackey in this. Um, I don't think he ever played a role like that before or since. He's always kind of like the the friend or the dad. Like he was never um, anything quite as serious as that. I loved his roles in Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> <laughs> this is not my locker. You're goddamn right it is. Well, this doesn't concern you, Jeffrey. I forgot what he said. Damn it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah the that... uh, the Vasquez character. <laughs> <laughs> she like she paved the way for the the Michelle Rodriguez's of the world. <laughs> 
real life, her name is Jeanette Goldstein. Yeah, not even. <laughs> not, she I'm, she, I'm, she yeah, pulls I'm, it off in the movie, but yeah, not, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's fun when it's uh, <laughs> Goldstein. He couldn't get <laughs> any less uh, Hispanic. She's in a lot of his movies, right? I know she's in T two, right? She yeah. plays his John's stepmom, right? And then she's oh, in that's her. Yeah, Wolfie's just fine, dear. Where are you? <laughs> What's wrong with Wolfie? <laughs> And she, I think she's one of the police like captains with Riggs and Murtaugh that gets killed by the... Uh... She's in Meet the Weapon 2. Yeah. Oh, is she the one that dives into the pool? Yeah. Yep. She might even be in Avatar. I know she's in a lot of camera... I don't know if she's in Titanic, but I know she's in a lot of his movies. Does she show like Bush Bump too? <laughs> I don't know about that. But it's like Michael Bean. I think Michael Bean is in every James Cameron movie. Yeah, and he also has a gun in every movie, doesn't he? Yep. <laughs> I was trying to think of one movie. He, he he's not wielding a weapon of some kind. Uh, Mike, Michael Bean might give Sean Bean a run for his money as far as <laughs> deaths in movies. That's true. He doesn't yeah. die in Tombstone. Oh wait, oh. we have to do some math. He doesn't die in the abyss. Oh, in the he doesn't rock, die in Terminator. Oh. He makes it out of the rock. I shit you not. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I forgot he was in the rock. What about Navy Seals? He probably survives Navy Seals. He does. He does. He's the lead, Navy right? Yeah. No. Is, is that our first Navy SEALs reference? Ooh, Navy SEALs. You know who's in Navy SEALs? Charlie Sheen? Yeah. Wasn't he in the... Uh... Butter Weapon. Oh, yeah, with his, with his, oh, with his brother, right? Just end it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which loaded Jeez. weapon? I don't know. <laughs> I think the first one. <laughs> I don't know why Jeff gets so bent. He He's the one that brings it up every week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Oh, I know. It's an asshole. So, anything else to talk about this? I know there's... I mean, this is... Uh... Yeah, we, I could go on and on. Yeah, again, the Bill Paxton... <laughs> the knife scene with Bishop. Him freaking out. <laughs> We're messing yeah. around, man. The queen going in the room with the queen, and you can kind of see, like, it's a... She controls, you know... Ripley points the gun at the flare at the uh, the eggs, right? And then the queen has the... The ants or the worker bees back off, and well, it was just kind of cool. You can see other. that they weren't just mindless beasts. There was something there. Uh, I still, to this day, maybe you guys, can, when all of a sudden Ripley just gets that look on her face, and that's when she starts like destroying everything. What tips her off? I never. It's one of the eggs that opens with one of the face huggers. Yeah, but that's she sees just one of them just start opening up, and she's just gets that look. It's like, you got to be shitting me. And then she well, starts torching the place. I, I think it was just, I don't think it's anything too complicated. It's just yeah. revenge. <laughs> if nothing else. Like, basically the aliens have taken away just about everything from her. Well, um, I, think she, I think she saw that pod in the first one, too. Yeah, they, they, they were, did have those the, pods. When they the three out. of them were exploring the... But she the stayed sh- on the ship. She yeah, didn't I, thought, go. I thought she was watching on video. Maybe that not. Could, that could be true, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. she wouldn't let him back in the ship. Yeah. Back. And then John Hurt has the like, classic scene where they didn't <laughs> they didn't tell the actors that, uh, oh, maybe we should say that for a different week. But yeah, <laughs> Jay, or really Scott played a, I wouldn't call it a prank, but he went all uh, Stanley Kruick on his actors yeah. and freaked them the fuck out during Alien. And then the alien popped out and put on a little top hat and sang, oh. hello, my honey, hello, my darling. <laughs> oh, yeah. Walked off. Get this guy some Pepto-Bismol. Not again. And then we still haven't even said like the best line of the movie, or the most famous line from the movie, which they actually say on TV, or even back in the day, you know, get away from her, you, you bitch. Because yeah. technically she's a bitch. It's true. She's not a dog. 
Man, yeah. so many so many quotes out of that movie. The uh we'll have to nuke it from over it. Uh, only oh, way to be sure. sure yeah. Ease down, Ripley. <laughs> Ease down. You've broken the transaxle. I don't know why it always makes me laugh. Because <laughs> she's not easing down. I was listening to the commentary of the documentary, and you know when she's driving that big mech warrior, and uh, what it, the special effects is actually just a big fucking bodybuilder, like wearing like, that as a suit, and she's standing on his feet. And, she, and, he, and he's oh, moving really? around. Yeah. Oh, damn. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was like on wires or something. No, I mean, maybe some of the arms were and stuff, but um, that guy was kind of the one that was moving it and stepping forward. But apparently he got an erection while he was doing it, and she felt it. It's like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> True story. Man, that might get a your, uh, bush bump. <laughs> God damn it. The up had to be huge. She's like six feet tall. That's uh, true. Yeah. And I guess my only gripe with the movie is her her elbow being stronger than the vacuum of space. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little hard to explain, I guess. That's true. <laughs> Whatever. It's a willpower. Yeah. The will Hit to survive. Perseverance. And then, you know, you fall in love with Bishop and Hicks and Newt, and then <laughs> the next movie they're dead before the movie even starts. Oh. Uh. We're going to make what? it. <laughs> and then she sleeps with uh, Tywin Lannister. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah. He's in that? I don't remember him in that. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's that guy in Rock. <laughs> I remember Rock. Yeah. Charles Dutton. Yeah, Charles Dutton. Yeah. I can't remember who else is in that movie. Just a bunch of Brits. Yeah. Uh, All right. Move along. Yeah, move, move along. along. Move along. Okay, so yeah, that's that's it for me on on aliens. Uh, Alex, let's let's hear your list. Well, uh, I was coming from the point, of, uh, the standpoint of people just getting the hell away from something. Because in aliens, whenever you see them, they're always trying to not, except for that first fight. I mean, they're not really trying to fight them; they're just trying to survive and trying to get the hell to safety. So um, my list consists of Lord of the Rings. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I've heard of it. Yeah. In uh, when they're in the mines of Moria, and all of, they just got done with you know the cave troll and all that stuff, and then they start hearing like some more thumping, and uh, Gandalf just says to the bridge of Casadum, and they just start booking it, and everything starts falling apart. It was like really exciting right there, but then right after, right when he says that, you know the the fucking chase is on, and they're yeah. just trying to beat the clock to get the hell out of there. They get the uh, New Zealand Maori warriors chanting in the background to add to the to the tension. <laughs> yeah, Chris knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's probably my favorite scene of that movie. Just the the chase and then the this, the one shot of them crossing the bridge. For some reason, I really love that shot. I don't know why, but it looks eh. awesome. Yeah, it's a good shot. I think my favorite bit out Not of that. Not the beard. And then the the whole chase is just when they're they're about to get to that final bridge, and the orcs are shooting at them and missing, and just almost nonchalantly, uh, Legolas just rips off a couple arrows right between the eyes. Like just <laughs> like they went out of their way in every scene just to show how badass he was. It makes you wonder how the elves ever lost any war ever, any one of a kind. Yeah, and he was he was strong enough with the bow that it went all the way through through his head and hit the wall. Yeah, it was, it was Schwarzenegger-esque from, uh, <laughs> yeah. from Predator. Mm-hmm. Wizard did it. 
or an elf did it, I guess. An elf did it. That is a cool shot. The arrow, like, it's kind of following the point of view of the arrow, and then it goes right through the elf's head, or the duel. God damn. Orcs. <laughs> right through his head, right into the wall. Yep. Yes. The mine's yep. Red meat. They call it a mine. A mine. <laughs> you cannot wield it. No one can. Gimli, Legolas, get them up. Give, Give them, them a moment, for pity's ah. sake. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, another movie where they're pretty much just uh, everybody's kind of scrambling to survive, trying to find like what little safe zones there are is uh, <laughs> Tremors. Good old Kevin Bacon. Yeah. And Fred Ward. And Fred Ward. <laughs> the great Fred Ward. Mm-hmm. And Reeve McIntyre. <laughs> Reeve McIntyre. And the dad from Family Ties. Yeah. Uh, Michael, baby. Michael Gross. Yeah. And Egg Shen. Egg Shen, I was going to say. Egg <laughs> Shen. Victor Wong. Is he in that movie? Yeah. yeah. He owns the store now? or whatever. He's, he's the one that comes up with the name uh, Graboids. Oh, okay. And then he gets Graboids. eaten by a Graboid. <laughs> but so, yeah, they're, they're all just uh, pretty much just, if they're on the ground, they're not there for long because they got to bunny hop through uh, to like other like big boulders and stuff to be relatively safe. And then they have to like trick the giant worms or whatever into killing themselves or swallowing dynamite or something. What? Do you not remember this movie? Yeah. No, Alex pretty much laid it out. <laughs> he, said, yeah. or, he said or something. It sounded like he wasn't too sure. No, I forget I, how they killed the last tremor, but... What? It, he has him... himself an idea. Like, the, the last one is smarter than the other two. It knows to avoid the dynamite. So they get to run into, like, a concrete wall. Nope. Oh, that's the one. In a dam or something like that. No, right? he goes off a cliff, you guys. Yeah, they run, they run right to oh, the edge, and they stop, right. and he can't stop, and he flies right out the side. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that's Jeff after Kevin right. Bacon jumps over him for no freaking reason. With us, Maloney? Like, a, like an A-team lanes. shot. I don't, I, I don't know why that movie works so well. He was doing footloose moves. <laughs> he was. <laughs> That's right. It's it's a it's a classic horror movie, but I can't really think about or think of why it works so well because the premise is dumb as hell. <laughs> Screw that. It's because they're having, this is gonna be one having, of my movies. I'm gonna pick this one of these days. No, no, I love I love Tremors. Graboids. They're having fun with it. They were you know weren't taking themselves seriously. That's why it worked. I think. Yeah, for sure. It, it always translates well when the. The cast having fun with it. So, mm-hmm. speaking of Tremors, that's a movie I always have to watch when it's on TV. Crossover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chris. <laughs> what? Whatever is your crossover moment, Chris? Oh, I'm glad that you asked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when it, if you're watching TV and a movie comes on, even like. Say, like TNT, and you've seen it a million times, but yet you still watch it anyway. Hey, that's dynamite. That was a even, great question. Even, uh, you know, <coughs> part of that question is kind of tough because you're thinking about, like, you, you mentioned TNT. So, like, I, I take it a step further and say maybe even, uh, e- even though it's edited for TV, you still sit down and watch it. Yeah. Right. Right. Like TNT, I mean, everything's cut. Yeah. Hmm. I have three movies I can tell you right away. Jaws, Shawshank Redemption, and actually Tremors, like I mentioned. That one always for me. Those three. You got two of mine. Yeah, the, the last, Indiana Jones and Last Crusade. Yeah. What else? 
But that one's not that on TV that much, is it? Yeah, it is. Is it okay? Yeah. I always gotta watch Christmas Carol. Oh, uh, Godfather, and Godfather Two. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have eight hours to kill, but yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not necessarily back to back, but if one of them happens, yeah. man. You said a Christmas Carol, Alex? Yeah. Which one? Like the. Oh, I'm sorry. Christmas Story. Oh, Christmas oh, Story. Oh yeah. 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 Right. I was gonna stop and watch that one. That's true too. I usually it's Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. you know, when, when I was a kid, you know, Channel 13 had, like, the same five movies. I'd, I'd watch Conan the Destroyer. <laughs> uh, oh, that'd be a never-ending story for me. Never-ending story was on all, like, every other weekend, too, yeah. yeah. Saw that a ton. The Quest. <laughs> the Quest? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I remember that one. Roger That's Moore. To... No, 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 not, not the... Uh... Not the Van Damme? No, no, no. It was a different movie. Magnum Opus. It was, like, it was like an Australian movie. The Queast. Yeah. <laughs> so I got... New Zealand there, but yeah. So I got two of yours, Chris. What were your other ones? Well, that's when uh, Scott brought up Channel 13. That's how I first saw like Big Trouble in Little China. Yep, yep. That was on a um, TBS had a ton, too. He's fucking Beastmaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> That was on like three times yes. a day. Yes. Yeah, Rob and I would watch that all the time. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Good Lord. I remember Red Sonja being on a lot, too. Swamp oh, Thing yeah. was on all the time. On USA, yeah. Another beauty. Um, <laughs> remember, like, they would also show movies where they wouldn't edit the format correctly, so everyone would be, like, really skinny. Like, they'd have really long foreheads and stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's like I remember my dad watching Good, the Bad, and the Ugly on TV all the time, and they were always just like Clint Eastwood looked like Eric Stoltz from The Mask or something. It was head was. I hate that makeup. <sighs> Still gives me the nightmares. Nightmares to this day. More than ET. Gives me the way nightmares. more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jaws right. down a lot too, if I remember correctly. I thought that was Carrot Top. Which one, Scott? Jaws. Yeah, Jaws is always on. They would show that, Channel 13. It's usually that one and the third one. Yeah, they would show the the water park one. The cool 3D one. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Let's see, another movie that's, like, pretty much uh, (laughs) nonstop. I love the second one. (laughs) Is uh, Crank, where he's not really running away from something, but he's got to keep moving in order, you know, to stay alive. And he's always doing like this crazy stuff, and it's pretty much nonstop. He's doing one thing, and then he's got to do another thing, or else he's gonna die. Examples? What, like when he has sex with Amy Smart in public? That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> what else does he do? Uh, let's see. He he uh, steals a cop's motorcycle, does a couple tricks on it, and then he just stands on the bike <laughs> and does like uh, a Jesus pose and closes his eyes until it crashes. And of course, he's still fine. Crank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never seen it, so I can't comment. Then Amy Smart starts giving him a BJ, but then stops because, what, and have you fall asleep after you come? Did he let her look at her bush bump? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure she did. So did he come or what? <laughs> Jeez, Scott. Just don't ask them things. And lastly, this series of movies has some, like, re- really fun chases. The Indiana Jones trilogy. Indy's always running away from something catastrophic. Indy. <laughs> yeah, there's giant boulders or 
you know, the natives. <laughs> you were named after the dog. <laughs> Running away from uh, some German fighter planes. Sorry, I have nothing to add. I like indie. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Good for all, you. And there are only three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, Chris, you want to go? So from uh, what I heard was about uh, plans gone wrong. And one movie where plans went horribly wrong was in uh, Fargo. Ooh. <laughs> Like epically wrong. <laughs> nah, that went that went off like clockwork. Yeah. Jesus. William H Macy's character was in money troubles, so then he tried to uh, set up a deal where his wife gets uh, kidnapped, and then his rich father-in-law would pay, so he could pay off his debts or whatever. And then it just goes to shit. <laughs> just one thing after another. It's almost like the uh, Rodney Dangerfield episode of The Simpsons. It's a phony kidnapping. <laughs> no respect. No regard either. It's almost like the Coen brothers wanted to make a movie about a wood, a wood chipper. And they started from there and worked backwards. Spoilers. Spoilers. Hey, Prince is in that movie too. Is he? Yeah, he was the dead body that What's-Her-Face is checking out at the very beginning. Oh, my God. Uh, he, was he, had, he had that stupid symbol... Uh, on the credits as his name. So yeah. so you knew. Weird. Because it was in Minnesota? Yeah. <laughs> Actually was it supposed to yeah. North Dakota, no? Or oh, that part could have been in Minnesota. Yeah, no. I know he's Yeah. And yeah. the movie's called Fargo. <laughs> he's from the Great White North. Yeah, that's why it was weird because he's from Minnesota, so I thought there would be a tie in from there, but I guess not. <laughs> Same to Lake Minnetonka. Alright, next one. And uh as far as, and then another topic was uh, military movies. I guess it's more of a, it's more of a series, but the the Band of Brothers series, that's like the best I've ever seen. Because it's based on real guys, you know, obviously they embellish a few things for the screen, but for the yeah. most part they get it all true to what happened, and I just love the personal stories you get from, uh, soldiers and all that yeah that scene the d-day scene when they're jumping from the plane that was one of the best scenes of any kind that i can remember i remember watching that and that actually aired like was on sunday and then i think what tuesday morning or something was 9 11 it happened just like two days before 9 11 i remember that distinctly yeah. and maybe that's why that scene sticks out in my head because i remember watching like this is crazy war sucks and then like two days later <laughs> But uh, that scene when they like just they're just in the airplane and it's quiet and they're all just kind of doing their own little meditation thing and then you hear like a boom, yeah, boom. the flax hitting the flax yeah. yeah. all over and the bullets are going through the plane hitting guys and they couldn't even get out of the plane yeah and then they open the door and you look outside and it's just fucking hell chaos <laughs> yeah that is a how anyone shit survived going down from there I don't know. Yeah, and like you said, like as far as like plans gone wrong, nobody really landed where they were supposed to land. Yeah. Uh, um, what's yeah. his face? I forgot the main character. He doesn't even have his gun when he gets down there. Winters, Winters. they didn't have anything. All their, all their packs flew off in the air. Yeah. I mean, it it sucked either way though. Like I, I, I don't know if they showed any anybody hitting the beach in Band of Brothers, but 
You guys either jump out of a plane or get off a boat with like 80 pounds of gear on your back. Like it was just there's yeah. no good way to do it. It can't. I can't even begin to imagine. Yeah, I have Saving Private Ryan on my list just for that, for the exact same thing you just said. That opening sequence is just yeah, shitstorm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Band of Brothers. That was uh, what company was it? It was uh, DreamWorks, I think. No, no, no sorry, Tom, Tom no, Hanks. No, no, no. I mean, oh, company. Um, it was like Bravo the... or oh, no. the they like a specific. Yeah, they have like a specific. Hundred and first uh, Airborne. Yeah, yeah I like forgot what Easy name. Company. Easy Company, yes, thanks, yeah. Jeff. Yeah, I think I think it was one of the first big HBO series, as far as I can remember. Like that was before. Was that before Sopranos or about the same time? No, that's after Sopranos. During, I mean, it's during Sopranos. Sopranos was what, like ninety nine that started. Yeah, something like that. I know like, Sopranos was on before it, but it was awesome. The Pacific one that came out later, I didn't think was as good, but. Yeah, I liked it, but it's just yeah. Pearl Harbor? No. They had a... <laughs> I miss Sorry. you more than Michael Bay missed the mark <laughs> when he made Pearl Harbor. Oh, man, I just... I love it at the end when... Oh, it should be over, but oh, let's do this one last mission. <laughs> I, just fucking shoot me now, God. <laughs> and that's Pearl Harbor. Move along. And that'll do it for me. All right, that's for you. Um, I guess I'll go. So what I did was kind of like shitstorm moments, as I said a couple times, where scenes where the good guys or maybe whoever bad guys are kind of going up. They know something may happen, but it's just way worse than they anticipated. It's kind of like what happened in Aliens, right? They're just kind of walking through. They know something's there, and then it just all shit goes to hell. So I had Starship Troopers, the scene you know, of the bug hunt. They're training. They think it's all cool, and they get in that first battle, and then just – <laughs> how many they start getting the casualty counts back home and everyone's dying and you even think that maybe Rico died and um Rico Johnny Rico <laughs> That yeah, movie's every, awesome. Yeah, pretty much every yeah, yeah. fight in that in that movie is them getting their ass kicked up until like the end pretty much. Yeah, when Doogie Hauser comes and Yeah. <laughs> Do it Doog. And that well, that was probably that was just post Doogie Hauser before he got all famous for his TV shows and yeah, it was before his the movies re- reemergence. I guess. Yeah, it was that, and Then he did Undercover Brother, and then he became really famous. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, props to him to be able to shake that. Like, how many kid actors are just stuck with that for the rest of their lives, just wallowing it? And he managed to move past it. Do you guys ever hear the story where he stole Ruby's lunch at Rubio's or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> Like Ru- him and Roby like ordered the same thing, and well, Roby ordered first. Well, we should. Roby's, you know, an old friend of ours from way back in the day. Continue. Well, I guess people would assume that, but all right. <laughs> you should know Roby. Well, I know Roby. I know. No, never, never mind. Um, because his name is Roby. <laughs> yes. Anyway, yeah, they both ordered, I guess, the similar thing, but Roby was first. But then when his order came up, Dookie Hauser just came and took it, and Roby's like, "What the fuck." <laughs> <laughs> they got into a little altercation. I don't remember what happened. I just remember he said Duke Hazard stole his food. And then and then he drove off in his car, snorting blow off the ass of a hooker. Yeah. The sunroof. Yeah. All right. Um moving along. Uh military stuff like you said. So saving Private Ryan already mentioned at the very beginning. That scene is ridiculous. You know, I I hadn't seen it but uh at the time a bunch of news stories were coming out about how these vets would go to see it and they were freaking out. And I thought, Oh, this is just 
dumb publicity, you know. It's just a movie. No one's going to freak out. Then you actually sit down and watch it. You're like, holy shit. That's like the the most like horrible thing I've ever seen on film. Yeah, no, it's definitely. I think the movie almost suffers from the beginning because it's so real, and then the rest of the movie doesn't seem as real to me. I don't know. But The beginning is just like, here's what happened in the war, and then <laughs> yeah. it moves into the story. <laughs> here's a documentary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then now, okay, we're going to show you a movie. But yeah, I mean, people dying before it even get a chance, right? The door drops on the boat yeah. and just... They drowned. Or they drowned, and yeah. And that's what the Banner Brothers, that whole thing, Easy Company, was going in behind them to disable all those, uh, the big guns that were firing on the beach. Yeah. That's what they were doing at that time. No, yeah, tied, I don't know if they were at Omaha together. Beach, but they were at other beaches, and yeah, all the other stuff. So Black Hawk Down, another military thing, right? They go in there for a little quick mission, and... Once again, all hell breaks loose. They're stuck there overnight and just all the, I don't know. So that, that might be really Scott's last good movie. That, that is a really good movie for anybody who hasn't caught it. Uh, yeah. Kind of, maybe at the time it was a big deal, but it's kind of flown under the radar since, I think. It's got I a great cast. Once. Yes. A lot of Brits in that movie, again. But uh, it's, yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. It's, yeah, and that cast. And there is, I mean, I guess, whatever, I already forgot that guy's name. He's like a nobody now. I guess... Hugh hmm. McGregor? No. <laughs> the guy from Sin City. Yeah, Sin City. Yeah. And he was like he the, only American, been... he was the only American in that movie, just about. Yeah, and like, he may have been the lead, but not really. I mean, it was a very ensemble, and they're all yeah. just white dudes with shaved heads and helmets and goggles on, so it didn't really. <laughs> you know, like, Orlando Bloom's in it, falls from the helicopter. I didn't even know that it was him. <laughs> right? And... I mean, just, just the last scenes when they're running from the city, that alone. Uh, just a fantastic uh, moment. It just they're on foot and they're like puking, but they you know they got no choice. They got to run. Yeah, <laughs> they got to got to keep up with these UN trucks on the way out. Yeah, um, and then military as well. Forrest Gump, the scene where it's kind of light and he's walking through Vietnam and he's talking about how much it rains, and then one day the rain stopped, and then the guy's head blows up next to him, and yeah. <laughs> it's just go kind of nowhere. Bay. Sideways writing. Fiat fucking numb. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. But Lieutenant Dan, you ain't got no legs. <laughs> I know that, Stop you that bit, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, was a, that was a cool little scene when they when he goes real quick through the history of the... Uh, I, f- I forget what Lieutenant Dan's last name is. But uh, they go through the history of all his family. and shows each of them dying. Sinise. on like, <laughs> yeah, Dan Sneese. <laughs> they, they show the history of the Sneeses, like all the way back from like the Civil War. It shows them like each one of them like killing over in some battlefield in the Civil War, and then, oh, yeah. and then World War One, and then World War Two, and so it's like his turn to die out in the out in the field in the shit. Yep. Damn it, Gump! I was supposed to die out on that field. All right, my next one is. I don't know, I'm gonna say Top Gun just because of the one dialogue line at the very end when the the Migs are attacking, and uh, they kind of there's a shot. Is it Iceman yeah. and, and Iceman? There is he's involved because Hollywood gets shot. He's worth it. He gets shot down on the first two seconds of the goddamn <laughs> fight. Sorry. You're <laughs> and you're kind of yeah. And you're looking down into the battle, or the pilot. One of the pilots is looking down into the battle, and it's just like hey, it's just mess everywhere. He's playing, and the guy goes like, "Oh my god." <laughs> I just love that because it is, dude. It's freaking uh, just crazy. But then Maverick comes and saves the day. Hits the brakes. 
Yep. All right, and then my last two, I'm actually going to do a video game here. Whoa. And, and we're talking about shit storms. And if you guys Pull ever played, <laughs> Pull the storm. No. If you guys ever played EverQuest, and, and a raid went and a raid went bad, Nerds. shit went down. <laughs> Text came flying at you at 100 miles an hour. Oh my god, these guys would you know. Wraith to zone and all that crap. Yeah, so. mob to zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Miss Moore, one of those little dungeons you go in and you'd be sitting there killing your little rat in the corner and the next thing you know, you're dead. <laughs> Shit. Now I gotta go get my body back. Yeah. And I gotta run back going corpse, corpse, slash corpse, slash corpse, slash corpse. <laughs> all right. <laughs> my last one is, I had to do this, Return of the Jedi. But it kind of two happened simultaneously, one for the good guys, one for the bad guys. But the attack on the Death Star, you know, famous, it's a trap. And then they just turn around and then there's TIE fighters and Star Destroyers everywhere. I'm afraid the shield generator will be quite operational when your friends arrive. And, you know, is it, they're in the shit. Uh, Akbar's ready to retreat on it, you know, on it <laughs> instantly. <but laughs> Bravely retreat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but not Lando. You just got to give him more time. Who's his co-pilot? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just like that. And then I'm just going to say, if you compare the, the battle scene on Death Star 1 versus Death Star 2, just the technology. It's just like, there's so many ships. You know, when like Han and Luke, when they escape from the first Death Star, there's like two TIE fighters falling them or four or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And it's, only it's, like one... two, it's like the two of them and, and Biggs, right? Or Wedge. Wedge, sorry. Yeah, well, I'm talking about when they escape with Princess Leia, first of all, when the four come after them. And oh, can, yeah. There's, like, four of them total, and, like, one on the screen at each time. And then, yeah, then you have the fight at the end. Yeah, and then there's very little. It's just, like, <laughs> Vader and his two wingmen, and they move perfectly in unison. And then you get to Return of the Jedi, and they're just everywhere. And then you go to the prequels, and then there's just overdo it, and they're just fucking too many. Old man don't like old edge stuff. <laughs> and then kind of in on the battle with on the ground with the Ewoks, you know, the Jedi, the Empire uh, the Empire's winning and then all of a sudden the Ewoks show up and throw rocks and shit yep. at him and <laughs> <win today. laughs> Yep, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff. Yep. Yep nub. Alright, I am done. Scott, <laughs> on to you. Okay, Guy Ritchie in these movies, uh, in his it movies, pronounced Guy. Guy Ritchie uh, does, does this a lot in his movies, in Snatch, uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, Rock and Rolla, where there, there's a plan, and yeah, everything just goes wrong, um, usually uh, for humor's sake. Um, in Snatch, we talked about this for the the final fight, where Mickey wins the fight and has the freeze frame, and... Uh, Turkish says, "Now we are fucked." Uh, but earlier in that movie, the 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 mini gangsters uh, go, try to go to rob the big gangster Bricktop's uh, betting parlor, and they bring up this massive shotgun, and the guy accidentally leaves it on the counter, and the woman behind the counter starts shooting at them. And she hits this button and basically locks him in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was it's, hilarious. It's a great scene. Um, some other stuff goes sideways in that movie. And Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, there's two rival gangs. Um, one group is more along the lines of thieves and just kind of uh, extortionists. The other ones run drugs. And there's 
the the main characters they decide they're going to rob the like the drug the drug gang and everybody blames each other but the two big gangs run into each other and wind up killing each other uh spoilers it's a great one and then finally in rock and roll i recommended this one before um they have a heist where they're going to rob these russians and these russians are they're basically like the terminators like they can't they can't stop these guys and it turns into the simple heist turns into this big chase uh which ultimately ends up on foot where uh what's his name Gerard Butler manages to run away after he punches one of them that's too fat to follow him anymore uh so yeah um in any any guy Ritchie stuff uh is is always a fun watch reservoir dogs everything goes sideways off screen in that one um until the very end when shit happens again let's see uh predator is a good example of this with a plan that goes sideways um and by the way i think we should do uh an episode about predator We'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, that that one's cool because you got these this whole squad of military badasses, and then they take out they take out like a whole uh, small army of gorillas and, and Russians Florson. and some Russians, yeah, including Sven Olsen. Yeah. Um, Are they monkey gorillas? They're not monkey gorillas. <laughs> yeah, and then spoilers towards the end, it's just down to Arnie v the Predator in. Uh, Fantastic showdown. Uh, Speaking of soldiers and their plans going to crap, remember the A-Team when that happened all the time? <laughs> That's right. But... I don't know how that show survived because <laughs> they never succeeded at anything. But no, that was that was all part of the plan, was to have the plan fail uh... so they could kick in the backup plan so the, whoever they were against would think that the plan <laughs> failed. No, it's okay. The plan always comes together. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking. I thought you were talking about the movie. No, why would uh, I talk about the movie? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's do that again. Nope. Let's start over. You blew it. Yep. You, you blew, blew it. it. All right. All right. Uh, Resident Evil, the video game and the movie. Ooh. How's that? That's the first time. That's a. Han shot first. First, don't get excited. Yeah, uh, everything goes sideways in the first game, where the squad shows up to investigate this mansion, and then, uh, as everybody knows, there's a lot of zombies and uh, some good old-fashioned survival horror. And then in the movie, same thing. Squad shows up to infiltrate this underground bunker lab with Mila Jovovich, and everything goes sideways there. Michelle Rodriguez gets bit, and her eyes roll on the back of her head. Uh, yeah. Yup. Yep. Oh yeah, another one with a a plan goes horribly wrong. We mentioned it earlier. The Jaws at the end. Yeah. They're going fishing. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Bruce. But what, the they don't really have a plan, though, do they? Ah, uh, just to kill it. <laughs> they, so they they weren't they weren't, ex- they weren't expecting for the to be a hundred feet long. Yeah, to eat the boat, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like, I don't remember there being a plan. I mean, yeah, obviously they wanted to kill it, but... Yeah, they were out there with the plan to kill it. With the plan to kill it, not a specific plan. So yeah, that that definitely counts. It's actually on my list. <laughs> no, it's fine. I was going to skip it. Uh, I'm glad you brought it up. The uh, And then finally, um, just to bring this full circle to our... So our first or second podcast. Heat. Uh, they go on the final heist where before Robert... De Niro's character asks everybody, like, this is it. Like, if you, if you have money or whatever, if you're good, don't do it. 
like I'm doing it because this is part of my plan, and this will get me over, and then I'm out of here. I'm probably never going to see any, any of you ever again. And uh, you know, of course, everybody says they're in. Tom Sizemore says, you know, the action's the juice. That's why he's doing it, even though he's set for life, pretty much. And yeah, they go stretch. Yeah, they go. They they go to the final heist. I forget how it gets tipped off, um, or whether they're just watching Wangro. the thing. You know? yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, duh. Yeah, Wingro, Wingro leads them to the to that heist, and yeah, the the cops show up and they have that huge shootout in the middle of the street. It's freaking awesome. Yeah, that, like everything goes bad from there, pretty much. You know, De Niro manages to make it away, but uh, his his whatever his pride or his want of revenge, yeah, makes him makes him go back for Wingro, and he you know he doesn't know any other way. That's kind of the point of his character, like. That's it for him. That's that's how he is. Uh, he can't he can't change. So yeah, that finishes up my list. It's a good list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a good meatball. <laughs> Any, anybody else have anything they want to add before we move on to the next segment? I'm good. Yep. All right. Um, I think it's time for Neum News. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. All right, so news I got. So after last week, I just got to say, uh, fuck Canada. Again. <laughs> <laughs> but congratulations. The better team won. I'll give you that. That's all you're going to get out of me. So, 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 sorry, Jeff. I know this is a bitter subject, but uh, I mean, you're, you're the hockey expert here. What, mm-hmm. uh, like how, how much better was the Canadian team? Or how much was it just that the U.S. team just Jeez, salt on the did, wound here. Have no, the, no. They were just the against drive. the U.S. They just totally the U.S. didn't have a chance. Even though it was only a one nothing game, they just outskated them. Their defense was better. They just Canada is better at hockey than the United States. <laughs> yeah, but um, just their size and speed and talent is <laughs> really what it is. Were the, were the Finns really that stacked? No, I mean the Finns are always good. They're just solid. They're a hard, they're a good team and they play hard and. The U.S. was when they lost the bronze. They just their heart wasn't in it, I guess, because uh, they should be able to beat Finland. And then the Swedes, they were they could have maybe put a better fight against Canada, but they have a lot of their top guys are out. But whatever, if the U.S. can't win, I'm glad Canada wins. Play it's, hockey the right way. They beat the hated Russians. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so other news, I guess the big news this week would be the passing of Harold Ramis. Yep. Um, yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, we've already mentioned a few of his movies on our podcast, so it's sad. I didn't know he was sick the last couple of years. I don't know if you guys knew, but that was kind of a surprise no. to me. Yeah. Nope. And uh, I, I knew I, they were all overweight after uh, him and like Ackroyd. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, they're eating the Twinkies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? I've seen lots of cool little like tweets and memes out there of. A lot of Ghostbuster stuff because now he's a ghost and stuff, and there's pretty cool stuff, sweet stuff, cool stuff out there. And I guess I never knew this that he and Bill Murray had a falling out while making Groundhog's Day. Really? And they, yeah, yeah, they they're they fighting over like the tone of the movie, right? Now, from what I read, was that Bill Murray was going through a divorce, and he was kind of being he was being very difficult and like a prima donna on the set, and Ramis was giving him crap for it, and just two stubborn men, you know, and. They finally made up, I guess, at the end when he was sick. But they, for the longest time, they were they had a big falling out. Yeah. But anyway, he said some great thing. You know, he had great things to say about you know, cat. You know, all the stuff that he left on. He made his imprint is definitely left 
in our world. Yeah, Groundhog's Day is what so everyone says. It's like the perfect comedy. That's another one if it's on TV. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. because it's, even it's good, I mean yeah. it keeps repeating the same things, but it's still funny every time I watch it. Yep. Yeah, and he's, Ray, uh, Ramus is even in it, right? He's like the doctor, or yeah, checking out his brain scans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. yeah it's like you, you you say he had the an impact. He had a, a huge impact. Uh, he you know he wrote Animal House, Caddyshack, Stripes, Meatballs, Ghostbusters, Back to School. Uh, directed Caddyshack, Vacation, Groundhog Day. Like that's that's a pretty goddamn good resume. <laughs> yeah. Like I can't I can't think maybe maybe Mel Brooks has like something to compare to that as far as doing it all. It's it's just very impressive, very sad. Yeah, and I mean it's sad, but also I mean it's good good look at this guy's career. I mean he yeah, he definitely like left his imprint. Like even like Chevy Chase said that Clark Griswold came from. Him watching impressions of Harold Ramis telling him what to do. Like, he gave all the credit to the Clark Griswold character to Harold Ramis because he was acted out for him and then show him this is how it should be. So yeah, he'll be missed. I remember him from Airheads. Classic. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he in, was in that. Yeah, Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson. Too, Man, my right. mind blew up when I saw that. It's like what? They're back. I guess even Obama mentioned it in one of his speeches recently, saying that, and he kind of mentioned the uh, Caddyshack scene where. With, you know, the Dalai Lama scene and all that, and he's finally reached true enlightenment, or however the... <laughs> I've got that going for me. Yeah. 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 So, um, moving on from there, the other thing, the new Godzilla trailer came out, looked pretty cool. I'm not too interested in it, but it does have Brian Cranston in it, so for that reason, I'll probably watch it. I just have no faith in America making a good Godzilla movie. <laughs> well, on, on the strength of uh, the last kaiju movie... Uh, the Great yeah. Pacific Rim. Um, I'm willing to to get in the theaters again to see another one. Yeah. Well, you know how I thought I felt about that one. So, <laughs> so you thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's the last... one you can't stop seeing when it's on TV. Yeah, I could <laughs> easily. And then this last thing I just before the podcast started. This is just a cool link. Go on YouTube, YouTube, and search for Your how turn. wolves Your on turn. how wolves changed rivers. Another one I'm going to say, just watch it. It's This is not funny. This is not boobs. This is not hockey. This is not Godzilla. No. Well, we just lost our entire audience. I'm out. <laughs> is it bush it's, bump? <laughs> it's nature. You know, not that kind of bush. Actual bush. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Just check all it out. If you like that kind of stuff. Bush. All natural bush. Yeah. Scott, got anything? Not really. I, yeah, just the, the Harold Ramis. Uh, was really... My only big news story that I want to talk about. Uh, I guess I guess the the Olympics went over without much of a hitch, so <laughs> there's that much. Um, I know Russian people can't pronounce Korean places. Uh, if anybody <laughs> watches the closing ceremonies, they couldn't say I I can't pronounce it either. It's uh, Pyongyang, uh, but in Russian it sounds much worse. <laughs> that sounded pretty bad. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, next next Winter Games will be in. Pyongyang in South Korea. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they they already started showing uh, uh, Rio. I'm getting ready for that. It looks like Sochi 2.0. <laughs> like, they're just in way over their heads. Uh, so I mean, I'm sure it'll, everything will turn out fine. But I, th- I imagine we're going to see more of those stories about how there's no water and the 
there's dogs everywhere. And yeah, they, they already showed footage of the riots that were happening because of the money they were spending and the, the buildings they were tearing down and kicking people out of to make room for all the Olympic stuff. Jeebus. <laughs> so, should be good times down there. Yeah. <laughs> first, first time the games have been held in South America. Really? Cool. Yeah. Uh, and the last, from what I hear <laughs> from Scott right now. Chris, any news? No, not really. I mean, uh, I was just, uh, like everyone said, the Harold Ramis thing, and that's about it for me. All right. Alex? i got something that might have old Harold spinning in his grave right now. Is it a tidbit? It's a, little, it's a tidbit. What kind of tidbit? It's juicy. All right. Uh, Space Jam 2 is a thing that they're going to make a, as a starring vehicle for LeBron James. Yep. Uh, kids there. might like it. I don't know. They better. Uh, I, I don't see how there's any possible way the movie is going to be good. I mean, you, took, you basically you, you pretty much lose all the novelty that you might have had with the first Space Jam. Yeah, because like... Looney Tunes and stuff was pretty big. It got like a resurgence in the mid '90s, and everybody was wearing like T-shirts. And Marvin the Martian was popular with you know younger teens and everything. But now, I mean, they're back to just being cartoon kids' cartoons. Space modulator. <laughs> Actually, Isn't that was, lovely. I forgot what channel it was on, but Kevin Durant on the Oklahoma City Thunder. He has a some shitty movie with Thunder. <laughs> That's right. and- so I think Thunder's in the title of it, of course. Cause... Like, isn't that like Thunder in Paradise? The <laughs> two, the, the kid steals his shoes and becomes a basketball player, or yeah, something like know. that. He, he steals like... Kevin Durant's powers, his basketball powers. Like Mike, he's basically just staring at like cue cards, reading them, like, uh... <laughs> and then he dunks the ball like ten times. All right, crossover moment. Oh, which, yeah, what's your favorite movie with an with an athlete in it? I guess starring. Was it starring? Yeah, we'll say starring. Like, yeah, Space Jam or... Can I go before someone takes it? Sure. <laughs> Airplane? <laughs> <laughs> it's not really starring, but I'll let you have it. That's about as close as I can get. I'm gonna go Kazam. <laughs> you, you tell your dad to try dragging Bill Lambert up and down the court for 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, kid. I'm busting my hump out there. <laughs> Uh, so starring, so it can't even be a side roll. Yeah, I do side rolls because starring is going to be. It's only going to be like Shazam and <laughs> Space Jam. Or, or st- what was the uh, Steel? Yeah, it's just called Steel. Sheebus. Yeah, he's awesome. Oops. Yeah, video games, Shaq Fu. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with O.J. Simpson from uh, Naked Gun. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine would maybe be oh, Dumb and Dumber with Cam Neely. Seabass. Seabass. You know, yeah. I might change mine to uh, what should we call it? Hangover. Mike Tyson. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh yeah. WWF characters count, so you could have said Thunder in Paradise or <laughs> Suburban Commando. <laughs> oh no, you could do or Princess Bride. Or I was going to say yeah. maybe another crossover moment would be. Um, Best wrestler movie with a wrestler in it, or movie. save that yeah. one for next week. Yeah, we'll work it in. Yeah, edit it in. You can have like the Tooth Fairy, <laughs> Conan the Destroyer. Yeah, yeah. Um, Blade Three has That's Goldberg right. yeah. and Triple H, oh, doesn't yeah. it? Uh, it's got Triple H. 
I know I've seen a movie with Goldberg in oh, it. Oh, that, that, that Looney Tunes movie I was talking about last week. That had Goldberg in it. Okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Goldberg. Right. We lost all the spontaneity, but we'll do that one one of these days. Any more news? Yeah. All right. That wraps up this episode. Alex, what are we going to be talking about next week? Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite movies. Is of course, uh, Conan the Barbarian. Nice. The great Arnold Schwarzenegger. But this was a scene that we didn't really discover until one day I brought over the DVDs over to your house, place, Jeff. Over and over my house. I own the DVD, so. Well, whatever. But we were watching the uh, some of the outtakes. Some of no, the no, that was me. no. I showed you that. You did? Yeah. Oh. Boo. Well, whatever. It's when we found it. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> and uh, there's the scene where Arnold's getting chased by the dogs, but then right after that, <laughs> he like falls and stumbles. He's like, oh, and the dogs are still going after him. And then at the very end, you just barely hear him say, God damn it. Classic. God damn it. Yeah, you guys showed that to me. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I found that one on my own, so you guys can bite it. Yeah. But um, <laughs> being chased by real dogs. Yeah. What? <laughs> I, I mean, like, real wild dogs. I mean, of course, they were real dogs. <laughs> We're talking about blooper reels from DVDs. That's what we're talking about. Or just any cool stuff that's got cut out of the movie. All right. Or they uh, left in, like all the stuff from Star Wars. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. I'd like to thank Chris for joining us tonight. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. Thanks. Please make sure to check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and iTunes and all that stuff. And see you next week. Hashtag Bushbow. I'd I'd like to do one. All right. Do you have something? No, that's the problem. <laughs> I, thought, I thought of something. Okay. Um. <laughs> Congratulations, Chris. <laughs>